We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. 215-592-9494. Lots to discuss here from a Kelsey deadline, which I believe they should have one. One week from today, if I'm Howie, I got to know if Kelsey's in or out. And the Phillies continue to talk in February about winning the World Series. I love this. This is It's impromptu hell. You know what? Every once in a while, you need a little perspective from someone like Al Morgani, who impromptuly joins us. What's up, Al? What's up, guys? Hugh, I'm sorry about another cold day without a jacket, but, you know. No, Al, I'm doing okay. I, 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 I He's mean, telling I'm, I'm himself almost, that. I'm almost out of the woods. I'm almost out of the woods I, with this. Uh, March around here could get cold again. You better you better not speak. Yeah, you, you Two weeks from now, it might be freezing out no, there. Don't, don't speak that until you. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, so what's happening, boys? Well, Al, we're trying to figure some things out. Al, let me ask you this. If you were Howie... Would you give Kelsey a deadline to figure out if he's coming back or not? Because it, I'm, the way I view it is that they got to know if they have that money to spend in free agency and if they need to get you know another lineman if they're moving Jurgens over to, to to center. What do you think? My assumption is they already have. I mean, I you know I don't know why all of Philadelphia thinks all business is done on the air live on WIP. <laughs> Should be, but, <laughs> but yeah, no. But wouldn't you assume it's already been? been voiced well i, I, I mean if you're if you're running a a, a, a team like that or a company mm-hmm. i mean isn't one of their core values that they that they, they don't discuss their public their their stuff out in public so i mean really would would i would be shocked if they haven't told him or let it be known to him that yeah we got to know by here and it's kind of common sense isn't it I would hope so. It, but here, Al, here's what's confusing me. When the playoff game happened, right, the, the report came out the next day he was retiring, Adam Schefter said it, and Kelsey said the media's got to do their job, but, you know, he wasn't ready to tell everybody. I yeah. thought we would know by now. I, I wonder if he's having second thoughts and maybe he's thinking about actually playing again. I, I'm just confused why he hasn't told us yet if it is the retirement. No, I'm, I, I'm, I don't know that he knows, and I'm, I'm assuming that they – 
they, that he knows that he has to do it by a certain can't hold him up forever. I mean, he's not he's not Brady, <laughs> so I mean, you can't you, know, you can't do that. But I mean, I, I I do think it's a more difficult decision. I've I've said, you know, I was I, I honestly think it's a dangerous decision um, because in my mind, if he says he's not coming back, if I'm a fan. It tells me he doesn't have it. He doesn't think they really have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Mm. Never thought about it like that, that. Yeah, I mean, like if you really you look at it, you, you put yourself in the shoes. If you think the team really has a chance, really has a good chance to win a Super Bowl, wouldn't you be all in? Yeah, I, I would. would say that. Yeah, especially if you got a yeah. chance to, to 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 win another championship. Yes. And if I'm and if I don't and if he's not coming back, I'm thinking, well, maybe. Maybe it's not that you know. Maybe maybe it's not going to be a, a year where they're where they're all in for Super Bowl. Al, you could be right on that, and it, it would give a kind of a key or a, like a zoom in to what he thinks and what they might think of themselves. Al joining us, a little prompt to Al Morganti. Al, the Phillies. I'm sure you've noticed this as you've kind of observed spring training so far. Every time I hear one of these guys talk, Merrifield yesterday, Bryce and Schwarber, even Topper when they started spring training. They all keep talking about winning the World Series. Al, do you like this, that they're talking in February about something that obviously they can't fully accomplish until late October? I like it. I, I like that they're talking about the main prize and not beating around the bush. I like it, and, and they're not the Mets, okay? So it's not like way, on a, way up or way over their ski chips. They've been there. They're, they've been close. They've, they've, you know, they've proven they can have some long-term success. They've got the pitching. I really like it because it's just what the what it comes from the top from the ownership. I want my trophy back and and I, you know you're not going to say you know you can't ask for an extension for a million years if you don't think you're going to win the World Series. So I mean I think I think it's great. I mean I mean it's to the point where now I, you'll be disappointed. They're going to make the playoffs, but really your your intention is in this team. Like with the Eagles previously, you're going into the season thinking you can you can be last team standing. I think it's terrific. I, I don't see any da- I don't see any downside to it. Even a slow start, they've had them before. I see no downside to it at all. Yeah, and I just feel like there's a level of focus they have right now that I haven't seen before, and I, and I really like that. All right, Al, we got to get you on the record here because it's uh, it's that time of the year. We have to ask you who should be the Phillies' leadoff hitter. In the lineup, when uh, when they write it out about a month from today, opening day, who should be the leadoff hitter for the Phillies this season, Al? Schwarber. I mean, I just, I in the first place, I love the discussion around it all the time. I I like they win with it. It's anti-analytics, I guess, and it's. I, I'm telling you, Joe, I, when I tune into a Phillies game, I, I got to be there at the, at the at the first inning. I've got to be there for the first batter when they're you know, when they're on the road home, whatever. They're leadoff guy. I I don't I don't see where it's it's outrageous anymore. He's had such success for him, and not just here, wherever. And he can always change it. I mean, I, I you know with the Phillies, I mean, I, the, the biggest problem seems to be their hot dogs right now. It's like the, the rest of them is like yeah, everything's going to be going fine. And well, I'm with you on this. He he should be the leadoff hitter, and I I, lo- I love it from the perspective you said as a fan. You want to watch it, and I also think oh, it yeah. put it puts the opposing pitcher on edge. You got a guy that I think combined with the playoffs and regular season, he has like 105 home runs the last few yeah, years. He's been money. He's the first hitter in the lineup. Like you you gotta be on your on the on it right away. Otherwise, he might take you out. 
Yep, and it gets it gets energy, and it draw and it and it and it drives discussion on just the whole. It, it makes everybody look at their lineup, and it makes them a little bit different. It makes them they're a very unique team, uh, and I like them being that unique. I mean, not many teams have like that many DHs in their <laughs> in their lineup <laughs> to be able to do it. I like I like the difference, and I and I I mean, there's something to it to me. Baseball, you manage a I guess in baseball, it's not the room, it's the clubhouse, whatever. And I think it's a very good fit. And as I mentioned before, it also gives you a very, when things aren't going right, it allows you to do something what seems dramatic to get things changed up, at least temporarily on what's going on. It does work. And it's worth their winning percentage when he's up there. It's, it's, it's significant. All right, Al, you mentioned the hot dogs. What is your, uh, what's uh, your big takeaway? Dollar dogs or no more? I, I guess it had. I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss it. I thought it was terrific. Uh, I part. I mean, I'm looking at the economics of it. They've got a sold-out building now. Do they really need to do it? Uh, and I, I think that's part of it. But I, I'm, 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 I, I'm really, really going to miss it. The Bogo thing doesn't doesn't work for me. I mean, Bogo. What's Bogo? Did I get Spike and Jack out of Bogo? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how it worked. <laughs> They get a bogo. I'm not not buying that. I'm buying like they got embarrassed by it. And I guess some season ticket holders in their responses didn't quite like it. But I, I, I guess wing ball had to end. So I guess I guess with the with the chaos that was dollar dog night, that had to end also. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to miss it though. That people love that. But you're probably right. They're they're, they're selling out the building, so they don't have. Because, Al, six or seven years ago, we remember no one was there most nights, but those dollar dog nights, that would get people in. And I said on the air in the morning, why don't they just September have dollar dog month (laughs) to get get people there? But now the lines, you see the lines, what it's like. It's like, I'm I'm sure, you know, economics plays into everything. I'm I'm sure that played heavily into the decision. But I think it could come, like, it will come back. It will, whenever, whatever time it is, it will come back around. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, people will go crazy for it. Al, before we let you go, let's talk about the Flyers a little bit. So, uh, Jonesy was on this morning, and I heard they were talking this morning about if they're going to make the playoffs. Al, what do you think? We're coming down the stretch here. Trade deadline uh, just about a week away. Flyers are in a spot right now. Do you think they're going to get there? I do think they're going to get there. I know I know at the beginning of the year, um, I said on the air that I thought that Jonesy and uh, Danny were playing limbo there to try to get underneath, try to get the expectations so low mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, they knew there was going to be a rebuild. But I think to the team always, I thought, you know, it's not that, they're not, they're not that bad a team, even with the goaltending change that, that they've gone through here. He's been terrific, Harrison. I do think, and part of the reason I think is I don't think the teams behind them can gain much traction. Um, you know, I know a guy, I guess Jonesy got some heat for saying, for saying that this morning or whatever. I'm like, I get, people got to understand with Jonesy, he did radio for a long time. And did you ever hear the band Pigeons playing ping pong? That's how Jonesy looks at the media. <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of pigeons at times. So I think he was just trying to have a bit of fun. Well, and and this whole year has been, I, I think, just better than anyone thought. I mean, they they have been, uh, oh, yeah. they've been fun. I mean, no. a lot they've they've been way, way more fun than people expect them to be. Al and and you've got playoff games now, kind of from what they've had in the past couple of years. These players are getting it's a playoff type tension for the young players, and the building, even when the lights are only half on, <laughs> the building is electric on what's going on. So I mean, it's it's a 
no matter what happens, this year's already been a huge rebuild. Yeah, and a success. I, I agree with that. Al, we always appreciate hopping on. We'll be listening. South Philly Sauce, and, uh, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, Al. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. There he Bye. goes. Impromptu Al. So he's with me on this. World Series talk in February is I'm totally okay appropriate. I'm definitely okay with it. I, I think you got to speak what you want into existence. And, and like he said, it's not like they're not going to be a playoff team. I mean, you should talk about it. See, here, here would be my worry if they had gotten off to hot starts recently and then you worry this year they're going to coast through the regular season because they're just thinking about October. That hasn't been the case. It's been no. the opposite. No, they got off to slow starts. Hopefully they get off to a better start with the schedule that they have than they've, they've had over the last couple of years to help them kind of, you know, c- catapult themselves and not have to sweat it out so much. But, yeah, they, I think that they'll be – I don't have a problem with them talking about playoffs or, or going to the World Series at this point. I just want to make one thing clear before I say what I'm about to say. Go ahead. Because I, I, I'm predicting that the Phillies will win the NL East and win 100 games in doing so. And I got them going all the way to the World Series. Maybe win, and then I'll decide. I'll, I'll get back to you at the end of spring training. Well, my official prediction on that. But I, I say that to say we have no idea what could happen. This I'm not even going with injuries, right? What if a lot of good teams are in the NL? And a lot of teams are in the race at the end of the season. And it is the Braves that end up pulling ahead and winning the division. And the Phillies need to get a wild card spot. And you got the Mets and you got the Padres and the Brewers and all these teams that have been right there. And it's sort of clogged. And we end up getting elbowed out or muscled out. Like, I'm just saying it's not completely guaranteed. And we're going a little bit too far by talking about the World Series. And I can't stress this enough. February. I mean, it's it's 40 degrees outside. We haven't gotten to the the dog days of summer yet. Uh, It's way too early for them to start talking about World Series. And frankly, Hugh, disappointed that you're no longer day-by-day, brick-by-brick guy. I mean, former athlete. I'm still a day-by-day, brick-by-brick brick guy. brick Well, you were a big Eagles brick-by-brick guy. I waffled. I did waffle on the the Jason Kelsey thing. I'm not waffling on this. I'm okay with that because I feel like right now we're just playing semantics. They know what, what needs to be done. And I think that, you know, saying it doesn't say that – saying that they're making it to the World Series does not negate everything else that needs to happen before that. I just think that for them it's just more tunnel vision. Well, so it's more concise. It's more I agree concise. with that. I, I, I just think they're focused in a way I haven't seen them before. Yeah. I mean, oh, and I think they understand what it takes now because they've had two straight runs where they've, they've gotten in that area. You know, two years ago if the Phillies had said the World Series – It'd be laughable. Like, no one on that team had ever even experienced October for the most part. Now they get it. They understand the way this works okay. now. This is assuming that they learned their lesson from... They they, they looked past the Diamondbacks in that in those last few games. Garrett, Garrett Stubbs is talking about jumping in their pool to celebrate their, their, yeah, bur- their no, World Series birth. Yeah, that was terrible. Okay, so... <laughs> Overlooking one team in one series already bit them. We're talking about overlooking 162 games and three or two, possibly three playoff series. I'm not there. Can't do it. I love it. 215-592-9494. And of course, the Kelsey thing with a deadline. I would put a deadline for for one week from today. A hard deadline for Jason Kelsey. Either you're in or you're not. And if you're not, we appreciate all you've done. And you've been a great Eagle, a pro football Hall of Famer. That just sounds so... Well, I mean, deadlines... They're only harsh if you're if you're on a, not knowing what you're doing. I mean, a deadline is just. A de- I actually think a deadline could help Jason Kelsey if he hasn't made a decision, because then you have to figure it well, out. I'm pretty sure that that in his mind he knows they got to say something before you know free agency starts. I think he would too, and a lot of people brought that up. Al brought it up. Bree, I don't. I don't think Kelsey would intentionally hurt the Eagles. 
but a hard deadline means you can't waffle. I'm out. You've you've no more waffling. You've ended your career with the Eagles if you tell me no. Right? I'm moving on to someone else, whether it be the draft or free agency. That's why I think it would actually help Kelsey. I would like him to be here, though. I mean, well, then then tell him to decide. Yeah, he needs to make it. He needs to make a decision, but he could make it. You know, right before, you know, free agency starts. Yeah, it's called a soft deadline for yeah, Hugh soft, Douglas. Yeah, a little soft deadline. Yeah, there's hard deadlines. Just, just, hey, buddy, could you just let me know? What is this hey, buddy stuff? <laughs> Jason, are you in or you're out, man? Hey, bud. Hey. Let you know, know what it sounds like? It sounds like you're afraid to tell him there's a deadline. I'm not afraid. It's, it's, it sounds like I ain't that. afraid of no Jay's kiss. I'm just giving the man the respect that he deserves. Yeah, but the way you said I said it See, harshly, you said become, it too softly. This has become a little petty now. Look, but which well, I'm, okay, I'm okay well, with petty. But the way you're saying it, like, hey, Jason. No, no. Jason, are you in or are I mean, you because out? it's too aggressive. I mean, the dude's a Hall of Famer, and he's still playing at a high level. If he wants to play, I mean, he just needs a little bit of time to figure it out. He's figure had he two do. months. You just said something that got me thinking. What do you got? We might already need to reshuffle the core values or add on today's show, on our show. Yeah, (laughs) of course. You want to add one? We missed a huge core value of the midday show. We couldn't get through a day with five, and you want to add a sixth? (laughs) Pettiness. Petty. Oh yeah. Pettiness is a midday show core value. It really is. It really is. That's true. And we've got a lot of callers that agree with that. All right. I think one one might have to get bumped. All right, we'll, we'll figure this whole thing we'll, out. We we'll do six. Can we, we? Why can't we just have six? It doesn't flow. It doesn't. F- five, five pop. Six yeah. is like you're. You don't know what you're, you're doing. Just doing too, well, we do. We know what we're doing. Uh, uh, some would say no. Okay, here's here's where I think the the snag could come. I think you could possibly combine two of these into one: the leaving logic at home and moving the goalposts. Uh, they I do think work go a little together. bit hand in hand. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, when like a, a a team can't figure out their playbook, you're adding plays. It's not going to actually make it any better. I'm I just I, I'm yeah, wary of that. Okay, well, just this is my initial. Right. Uh, uh, just you know, he's trying to, you know, we're yeah. trying to we're trying to streamline this just a little you bit. Just keep it bit. all simple for us. All right, Mad Mike, King of Price. What's up, Mike? Hey, how are we doing today, guys? Good, Mike. What's up today? I think I think a core value should be hate. <laughs> That's your core value, Mike. It is. But um, <laughs> and I, I leave with it every day. Um. One of the things, this whole Jason Kelsey thing, is it, it, it's kind of annoying. Didn't we, like, last year, like, chase him around? Are you going to come? Are you going to? And then how he's doing stupid tequila shots with him. Like, either you're playing or you're not playing. And, and dude, you've got, like, elsewhere to be. Just just give us, just tell us what you're doing. It's, it's a business. And I'm sorry, I, I can't kiss this guy's butt. Just to see what he's going to do. Like, it's a business. You're either playing or you're not. And, and Mike, it's not like they have all this extra time. Like, if it was the summer and they still didn't know, all right, just tell, you know, show up the training camera. But they got to do free agency in the draft. They got to know if this guy, and he doesn't play for cheap, which complicates things. Yeah. Also, I, and one other thing, can, can we just put, uh, Nick Sirianni in the closet that they had Howie Roseman in when Chip Kelly put him over there. Because this guy serves no purpose at this point. Just let him collect his money and let the other coaches do what they're doing and just shut him up about his stupid core values. I don't need to hear about that. So you didn't like that he's tripling down on the core values? It's stupid. I mean, (laughs) like literally, the guy has an entire team of communications people to tell him how to say things, and he still sounds like a moron. It doesn't seem like he listens to what they're telling him, or or maybe it's just or not he's working. speaking from the heart. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. I don't give a shit. Is that working out for him? Well, I think he speaks from his brain because his heart's stupid. 
Yeah, that's, that was pretty strong. Mike, we Mike. appreciate the phone call. That was pretty strong. Yeah, speaking from your brain is actually that, that that's logic, right? That would be using that, logic. Yeah, yeah, but speak. Yeah, but yeah, we don't do that here. Heart. He's definitely yeah, the coach probably should at some point, but maybe, maybe not us here. Um, yeah, I, I, Mike's point on the the Kelsey thing. Just because he's a great player doesn't mean he gets to, to make a decision forever. He's got to make a decision for the, in the best interest of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, and I think he will. I think he will. I think this is much ado about nothing. I don't think he's going to leave him hanging because you don't want to be in that realm where, you know, you, you have all this – people uh, adore you, and then all of a sudden people start not liking you because you are kind of playing with their emotions a little bit too much. Yeah, and I, I actually think it's okay that he doesn't know. If he doesn't know, if he hasn't made a decision yet, that's fine. It's a really hard decision. But at some point, we need to know. It, it's it's quite simple. We need to know. Otherwise, we're going to save this cap room. We're going to save your spot on the roster. We're going to save your position. All that kind of stuff. I, I think I actually this has gotten to a point where if the Eagles don't know, they have to make a phone call to Jason and say, hey, man, come on, like." I'm pretty sure that I, I would venture to say they've been in contact with Jason. Of course they have. They should be. In yeah. And, and Can we probably, hear Howie again, though? Because Howie. Probably talking to him every day. Yeah. Howie twice here made me think that they. Which are, one do you want? Uh, let's hear the one from uh, the, the interview he did at the press conference of the Combine, the first okay. one this week. Just because it sounded to me like he doesn't want to put any pressure. I don't know if Howie knows yet. Obviously, uh, those guys, unbelievable players, unbelievable people, and uh, they deserve the right to decide what's best for them. And, um, you know, uh, we'll wait and give them whatever time and space they need to make the right decisions. And I think the important thing from our perspective is you'd never want to see them wearing different colors. And I, I think for us, no matter when that is, if they want the opportunity to come back, we, we'd want to have the opportunity to bring them back. That doesn't sound to me like Howie's positive of what Kelsey's doing. Didn't sound like it. Well, you know, Howie does play like to play coy sometimes, so maybe that's what it is as well. But what is the benefit of playing coy with this one? Like, Not showing what everybody what he's going to do. Like, Howie has been stoic when it comes to anything Eagles-related, especially around this time of year. So I don't think he's going to say a whole lot. No, I, I know, but like – What's the what's the purpose? What's the benefit? Like when you say I'm going to play the young guys, then you don't tell all the free agents we're going to give you all the, the yeah, bag. Yeah, see, like in this situation, maybe it's out of respect for Kelsey and what he wants to do. Maybe, maybe. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. You know, I, I wouldn't expect Howie to go up there and say, "Hey, Jason, call me this morning. He's retired." No, I, he wouldn't do that to him. I just, I don't. I'm trying to understand why he would say, I, "You know, I'll give him all the time he needs." I mean, yeah, that, that means to me he doesn't know yet. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't. It's 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 weird how this is played out. To be totally honest, when you talk about how we knew or we thought we knew at the beginning or at the end of the game right. in Tampa, and then all of a sudden it just became a shroud of mystery throughout the whole thing. Well, it, I think we moved more and more towards, at least in my mind, he was going to retire. Right, all the stuff he's doing in Vegas and at the games, and he's and having he, fun. Yeah, and he's basically interviewing for jobs, which is totally his prerogative. But the fact that we're still here a week from free agency and he nothing has been announced, that is a little bit bizarre to me. That makes me think he's not quite sure. 215-592-9494. All right, a lot to do. We'll get to everyone's phone calls. Jason Kelsey, should the Eagles put a deadline on this for him to make a decision so they know what they're doing this offseason? And do you like that the Phillies continue to talk here in February? It is still February about the World Series. I love it. I, I think it is awesome that they are that focused and that lasered in on what they want to do this season. Kyle thinks it's a little too much too soon. 215-592-9494 plus. We got to open up an investigation here on one of our own. We got a brewing scandal in the NFL and we have someone 
that was involved with a lot of these parties. Maybe he knows something. That's next. Your phone call, 215-592-9494. It is the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $150 of bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-L. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, it's time to uh, do what we do once in a while around here, and that is open up a little investigation here. There's a, a, a brewing scandal in the NFL, and one of our own has ties to every party, so we got to figure this thing out. <laughs> All right, Kyle, what's the latest on this, uh, this investigation we're going to open? All right, so uh, it starts with our good old buddy, Nicole Hardman, or Nicole mm. Hardman, I'm not exactly sure. Miko. Yes, Miko Hardman. Chief. Yes, Chief, uh, former Jet as well, and also... Former Georgia Bulldog. Now, after we get to Hugh, we will have who the actual culprit might be. But he was doing some jawing on Twitter and social media uh, with some other former Jets teammates. And one of his teammates, I think uh, his name is Kenny Yeboa. I'm going to be terrible. Look, pronunciation doesn't matter. One of our core values. Yeah, one of our core values. He called him out and said, basically, like, you gave, you being Nicole Harbin, you gave the Eagles, the Georgia Eagles in particular, the Jets' playbook. So, it, I mean, whoa, it's a little bit, you know, first of all, first takeaway is like, how do you still lose to the Jets when you have their playbook? Yeah, that's not good. That's embarrassing. But the second thing that I picked up on or started, uh, started sniffing out here, I went Jets, Eagles, Georgia. Andy. Andy, this is, this has Hugh Douglas written well, all over wait, it. Wait a minute, what do you mean? So, hold on, so... Uh, just to add a little further context, then we'll implicate Hugh even further. So Connor Hughes, uh, and I know Connor, I used to work with him. He 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 uh, reports for SNY up in New York. Mm-hmm. He he uh, added to the tweets back and forth, and he said there's validated belief from the Jets that Nicole Hardman, frustrated by his lack of usage, leaked game plans to the opposition, not just the Eagles game, but also the Chiefs. So he, as Kyle was saying, the, the Jets players think that Nicole Hardman, when he was with the Jets, leaked the game plan 
to screw over the Jets to, against both the Eagles and the Chiefs. So the reason you're being uh, questioned here on the stand is you have connections to everyone involved here. Obviously, you played for the Jets, mm-hmm. okay? Close to Andy. You're an Eagles Hall of Famer. And Nicole Hardman went to Georgia, and we know you're a famous Georgia guy. <laughs> I'm a famous Georgia guy now? Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you mean you, I, I worked in Georgia? Well, I mean, <laughs> you got ties. Good morning, Atlanta. I worked in you Atlanta. You got ties. So I'm just saying, you, you're like at the... Um, Epicenter. Yeah, of everything here. Do you know anything about this? None. Okay. None. Not okay. a thing. That's weird to me that Nicole Hardman giving up the game plan for a game. Was he with the Jets the week they played? He was trying to sabotage them. Huh. And who is he giving the game plan to? And then by by well, by, there's a lot relaying, of Georgia players here. That yeah, would be and relaying it to the coach, and and they believe it. Well, then again, they they were running their own game plan, so ain't no telling. And it did, they, but they didn't win the game. Eagles <laughs> still lost. The they, game. they did not win the game. The Jets gave the Chiefs a hard time too. I know this year. So but, I don't understand. Well, all right. If I may, I have the Georgia player that might actually be involved here with the Eagles. What do you got? So there's only, if I'm not mistaken, there's only one player that was on the Eagles last year whose time at Georgia crossed over with Hardman. Swift. DeAndre Swift. Hmm. Another Hugh connection, by the way. He's your guy. (laughs) And it still didn't work out. This is getting fishy, man. I mean, it if wasn't the, me. If the NFL calls anyone to the stand, it's going to be Hugh. I tell you what, and none of those guys talk to me like that because I'm the media. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> like I just so happen to play for the for the birds, but I am considered the bad guy, just like Ike and John Ritchie. We're not considered like we're not adored over there like that. We are the enemy. So no. Nah. Definitely not. I wonder what the penalty is going to be. Obviously, we're just kidding with the Hugh connection and all these silly things. I believe you, Hugh. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> but I wonder what punishment there would be for Hardman if this is if found out. I wonder if he – could he be blackballed? I mean, he's – I, I wouldn't want him in my life. That's a bad player. That's a bad so look, not, though. Yeah. If he did that, that is a bad look. I'm just – like, I don't know how every GM would handle it. I would never sign him. Yeah, well, he's not, you're out. not that good. Well, you're not that good. <laughs> and and you leaked the game plan to the other team? Like, if, if I find out that's true, I would never sign that guy. Yeah, that's crazy. And nobody probably would trust you after that either. Exactly. No, that's crazy. It's like, uh, who was that player? Was it D'Angelo Russell in the NBA? Remember he was snitching? There was a, uh, the, it was like a thing where the, it was a woman and Nick Young was the other player. Oh, when he's telling yeah. them folks, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, can you trust that guy in the locker room? It's that no. kind of stuff. Obviously, this is about the team, not just about a personal situation. There's but, a mole. There's a mole. Yep. And we know there's one person who's got connections to all the different legs of this. Yes. And I don't talk to none of those guys. Well, hold on none a second. None of them. You're an Eagles Hall of Famer, so you got connections there. You did go out to Kansas City and, and see some Chiefs people this year. You you, you do have some, some of these. Chiefs yeah, I mean, you, you, I didn't see any. I, well, you've I got Georgia people on yeah. in your phone. I mean, yeah. don't don't pretend there's no connections. Yeah, but I mean, I don't thickening. I don't talk to people like that. I know I'm not saying there's a smoking gun, but you no, but it's like I don't you know I don't talk to folks like that. I I know them, you know I talk to them like periodically but not like you know a whole lot you're not I mean, involved in any cheating scandals nah, not no with the nfl scandals like that no nah, definitely and hugh douglas just keeps working can i nah, ask though not. how in the world the eagles lost to the jets if the eagles had the jets game plan that might be the worst middle thing. linebacker play for the for the jets was pretty pretty lights out that day does this now shoot up the rankings of the worst loss of the season <laughs> knowing the game plan and losing <laughs> to zach wilson yeah that's the worst loss of the season it, it's, it's knowing the game plan and still not being able to execute it to your favor 
That is pretty bad. Yeah, in retrospect, that was the beginning of the end for the Eagles right there. All right, 215-592-9494. Back to the phones here after our little investigation there. I'm not sure we actually proved anything, but we certainly implicated Hugh for something. Look, we, we, we only say investigate for a reason. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't solve. S- we, we have never solved a single thing. Not one. Implicate, accuse, all those kind of things. Robert in Germantown. What's up, Robert? Robert. Hey, great show, guys. As always. Thanks, Robert. What's up? Hey, what's the deal on McGuirks? You two are going to be there in the Horsham on the 13th? We are. So March 13th, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. all day long for the morning show all the way through the afternoon show. We'll be there for our Birds Town Hall. So Whoa, We going to be there? Uh, I mean, we as a station. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. we may that's be there ass. for a couple hours within other that's, shows, that's but Hugh's obviously okay. putting his foot down about working all day. <laughs> okay, now you, you, you're, you're, you're an aficionado of bacon, of all things bacon, correct? I like bacon. Bacon is my favorite, yes. Uh, excellent. Joe, what about you? What, what, you? How many kids do you have, Joe? You have a couple little kids? Two kids. I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. Okay, and Kyle won't be out there. It should be the two of you guys, right? Yes, we'll be there. All right, well... I'll bring you a selection of bacons when I see you next Oh, year. wow. That's I that. Like yeah, no one's going to say no to that, Robert. Robert, what are well, you feeling on the, uh, the J.C. Kelsey situation? Oh, I'd love to have him come back, but it's business. You know, they, they need to know. I'm assuming they know already. I, I agree with uh, um, the fellow he just had on. But blanking on his name. I should know. Elmer oh, Matthews. Al. Of course, Al. Yeah, Al. The hockey guy. Yeah, Al. I should remember this being a hockey guy. I think, I think it's already a done deal. But, you know, on the show yesterday, uh, Tom and what's the young lady that was working with him? Uh, probably a- Ashlyn. 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 She said something very profound that you guys have not talked about. I don't know if you caught it. She was talking about Sirianni's speech, how he's going on and on about, you know, three, two months after after the loss, they're just now beginning to figure out why they lost. Yeah, that one, making- Robert, We I didn't hear her say that, but and, and I don't think we mentioned it yesterday. It did catch me, though. I, what she, I'm yeah. guessing she was talking about the Sirianni saying that they're kind of in, in the midst now of trying to figure out what went wrong. Yeah, and she's like, how's that possible? They, they should be in the midst right now of evaluating players and getting ready for the draft. They should have sorted out the why we lost question like, oh, I don't know. A couple of months ago, yeah, maybe? My, my <laughs> question to that one is, what have you been doing for the last month and a yeah. half? Yeah, well... You know my feeling about Sirianni. I mean, I hope he's gone after a couple of games. I mean, but to the last question about winning the World Series, I'm different than you in this, Joe. You know, I was around in 69 when a certain Joe Namath, you know, came out and said, we're going to win the Super Bowl, guarantee it, you know. And I'm like, come on, just giving the other team information, uh, you know, if, uh, what's, the, what's the word? Uh, you help me out there. Bulletin board material. Yeah, bulletin yeah, board bu- material. Yeah. Like, why, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to poke the bear? I mean, when I was coaching and I was playing – our philosophy was be quiet, play on the field, you know, do your talking by your actions. You know, none of this high school crap that, that uh, Sirianni is all about and guys like that. We, we saw that as Bush League behavior. Our coaches were, you know, like Lombardi, Don Shula, people like that, quiet assassins, you know, just silent, go about your business, do your talking on the field, you know, show, it, show, show them what you got physically and strategically. And that's how you should play the game. So I feel that way about everything. In baseball, don't say anything, guys. Just get in the field and show us. Show the other guys that, that we're going to be the champions. Well, ultimately, you know? that's what matters is what they do here. And, yeah, Robert, we, we, we appreciate it. It's a good phone call. We'll, and we'll see you next week. There, there is a couple differences there. One, now, Joe Namath's team did win. He guaranteed they did win. it. Yeah, they he win. guaranteed they won. And yeah, they that, won. That, that did not help me. And let's also, let's just clarify <laughs> no, here. No. <laughs> the Phillies have not guaranteed they're winning the World Series. They're just talking about that as Getting there. the goal. Like, yeah. they're, they're saying that the whole goal is to win the last game of the season. To I don't win have a problem the World with that. Series. I don't have a problem with that being the goal because 
that's the goal for everybody that is in position to be in the World Series or in the, the Super Bowl or in the NBA championships. That that's their ultimate goal. Yeah. Now now most don't talk about it like this though. No, but but the steps are still the same. You know, win a championship, win a division, win a championship, get home court advantage or whatever, whatever it is, and try to win win it all. But those are those are the things that like it, it's just that you don't I think for Kyle they're not talking about the other steps. They're just talking about the last step, yeah, the final well, step. Yeah, well, I just like that it's notable to me because they didn't do this last year. I mean, last year they were coming off the World Series, and they talked more about, like, they, they tried to stay more in the moment day by day. Well, mm-hmm. that didn't work. They, they struggled for two months before they figured out how to play again. I, I like that their only goal is to win the World Series. Yeah, and the mission's still the same. It's just that the, uh, the way that they're talking about it is probably different, and that's probably something that you're not used to. But to your point, Joe, to, to, to be that close and fall short, I mean, you already know the steps it takes to get there. Speaking into existence. I don't have a problem with you speaking into existence. I just think uh, here's the comparison that I'm going to make that might bring you guys to my side, might might make you throw up. Mm -hmm. It's Mets and Cowboy-esque, this stuff. Well, but that's if they fail. Okay, but but, let's be honest about this here. Do you think the odds are more likely that they win the World Series or that they don't? I no, mean, the, the sad yeah. reality of it is that the odds are more likely that they won't. Right, they're like, 15 this is to baseball, one. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's definitely not Cowboy-esque because the Cowboys have for the last couple of years haven't even gotten past the first round well, of the but, playoffs. But Dak, before the playoffs started, was talking about going to Vegas. He, he was. Yeah, I mean, he was. And the I Mets mean, were practicing they, their damn World Series celebration yeah, but, but, spring training. But, but this team has been close. They, it, I mean, they literally were in the World Series. Yeah. Got to the NLCS. And Dak was being premature, knowing, knowing the history of the Cowboys. This, I hear what you're saying, Cowboys. It's different. I'm, so, but, well, I'm sorry. The history of the Phillies is that they have like two World Series <laughs> in 116 yeah, years. The history of the Phillies isn't exactly <laughs> championship. But at least they like when we talk about like revisionist history and being like recent recency biased. I mean, I get what you're saying Phillies, with the Cowboys. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it's they, just they ain't been nowhere. It's, I'm comparing it to the way that they talk, and that, that bothers me about those teams. Yeah, that bothers me about this current Phillies team. There's, it's, it's perception becomes your reality. The way I perceive this is they are more focused than they have been in years. I don't think they're going to get off to a bad start. In fact, I think they're going to get off to a very good start. There's no more excuses this time. There's, nobody's hurt, uh, uh, and hopefully it stays that way. No one of significance is hurt right now. There's no, like, new guy, a lot of money. Like, what was it, two years ago it was Castellanos because he, you know, he couldn't find a home and he was yeah. out of whack. And I, Okay, life stuff gets in the way. Last year was Trey Turner. I'm not quite sure why he was bad, but he was bad for four months. There's none of that this year. They didn't, other than Whit Merrifield, who's a utility player, they didn't really add anybody. So everyone is comfortable. Bryce Harper's playing the whole year. He's at he's at this position he's going to play all year. I expect a big start from the Phillies, and I expect them to be good all year. And I think this is just going to push them that way. I love this. Lou's a Delco. What's up, Lou? Lou. Yo, what's up? Lou. <laughs> we live, we stupid. Well, that's us. That's that's the midday show. What's up, Lou? No, so we got to bring that effing trophy home, right? That's that's bring the whole home. goal, Lou. That's the whole goal. Yeah. So we we set the bar high. We might be able to talk about it, but uh, it doesn't matter because that's the that's the perception. That's what they've been going for. That's what bring it home. Bring it home. So you Talk like this, Lou? You're you're on my side. I got Sounds Lou like from Delco on, on, on my he's side. On, he's on board with that. Yeah, we're all, I think we're all, I mean, I don't know why Kyle's so scared. Why, why is Kyle scared? Yeah, little, 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 Kyle just don't like the, 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 the rhetoric that they're doing. Yeah, I'm he, noticing 
Lou, yeah, I am noticing some fear that. on the show today. Kyle's afraid of this. Hugh doesn't want it to tell Jason Kelsey to have a deadline. A little, Been a little fear. nervous. A little fear. Yeah, I, I can understand. You know, as far as the Kelsey thing is concerned, I, I thought at one time, a couple of weeks ago, that really the people would make the decision on whether Jason Kelsey would come back. You mean like uh, the fans? Yes, the fans. Well, I, I, think it, he wants, I think he wants to hear it from the fans. I well, think if the fans tell him that they want one more year of Jason Kelsey, Jason Kelsey will come back. Well, I really Lou, I think he's heard that because we did have convinced Kelsey Day. Was that? Uh, I think that was Valentine's Day. Lou, yeah. we appreciate it. And I'm pretty it. sure that he heard it. everywhere he goes in the city – that people are probably asking him that question. Please come back. Yeah, come on, man. Just one more year, you know, get the burst. So all of that is in it, on his head, or he's thinking about all that. What do we right think uh, the, the teams would be like if, if every decision, big decision, was made by WIP audience? I thought you were going to say by Lou. Or Lou. Yeah, just, uh, just us in general. Like, if we got to make the decisions. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be bad. Why? I think because, well, first of all, Terry Turner wouldn't be here. Like, he'd be gone. Uh, I don't know. I don't think more than half the people wanted him gone. No, I mean, you wanted them going. Yeah, though. but I'm just one we voice. Got, we get to make the decision. I meant we as a, the whole region. Oh, okay. I like a vote. Meant, I thought you meant when you said we, I thought you meant like no. us. Us make Well, policy. I mean, I don't, I don't get a larger say than anybody else. <laughs> I just may scream it loud. That would be interesting, though. From, your, from that perspective, that would be kind of interesting. The fans for one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.